Hi guys, and welcome back to another week on the She Is Strong podcast. I'm so excited that you're here tuning in with me. Great things are in store for you. My name is Shelby Burrow, and I began doing podcasts not because I had a desire to on my own, but it was something God had placed inside my heart and my mind. So I began being faithful, listening, and learning more about how to make podcasts. And I want to take you on my journey through life and help you discover your purpose and that you can do scary things with God on your side too. Before we get into this word that I'm very excited to share, which at this point I know I say every single week now, but I am excited because God always gives such a good word and such an on-time word, and I always get excited to sit down and record and get things ready for you guys to listen. But as always, before we get into this powerful word from God, I want us to get our hearts and our minds ready. Um, So if you're able to, just bow your heads with me and let's say a prayer. Dear Lord, I just come to you right now with a grateful and a humble heart. Um, I want to thank you, God, for this opportunity and for this platform that you've given me to speak into the lives of others and speak your words and your truth and your wisdom, God. I pray that you continue to always use me as a vessel, God, for your kingdom. God, I pray for each individual person that's listening right right now, God, and I pray that you touch their life in, in such a powerful way that they know that it was from you, God. And God, I pray that when you do that, because I know that you will, God, that they give you and you alone all the glory, God, because we can do nothing on our own. It is all because of you, God. You are a limitless God, and I thank you for that. God, I just pray that you be with me during this word. You give me the words to speak. I have my notes written down that you've given me, God, but just just as always, God, I, I pray that if you want to change it up or add or take away, God, then you do that as needed because you know who's going to be on here listening and who's going to need to hear the words from you, God. I pray that everyone that is listening, God, that you, that you keep them safe. I, I pray a hedge of protection around them, God, and I... I thank you for them and their lives and how you're working in their lives, God. And I pray that if they don't know yet, God, that you reveal to them in your time what they're meant to do with their lives, God. Because I feel like maybe people are on here, they, they, don't, they don't know what they're supposed to do or what they're doing right now isn't making them happy, God. And it's not what they really want to do. They want to do something greater, God. And I pray that you just open the doors for them, God. And you bless them and you show them the direction that they are meant to go, God. Because we are all made in your image and we are all made to do great things for you and for your kingdom, God. So I pray right now that you bless those people and those opportunities and those doors open up for them. That no man can shut, God. I pray that you bless everyone in whatever ways that they need. Financially, spiritually, with a spouse, a child, whatever it is, God. Whatever the need is, I pray that you meet it. I'm speaking on and praying on their behalf for them, God. And I pray that you bless them immensely, God. And I I pray, God, that you you bless this word and it and it, it's a blessing to someone else, God. And I don't want the glory or anything for it because it's only from you, God. I pray that you are with me during this word and you give me the words to speak, God. And it's in your name that I pray. Amen. Well, hello guys. I'm back. And I'm very excited about this word. Before we actually get into it, though, I want to start us off 
um, with reading a couple verses from the Bible. And if you are where you're able to sit down and pull out your Bible um, or pull it up on your phone, whatever, if you're able to do that, I encourage you to do that and maybe highlight or write or whatever in whatever you do in your Bible. And we're going to stay rooted in Matthew chapter 6, but we will skip around to a couple different uh, books of the Bible as well, but primarily in Matthew 6. And so the other night, I was watching TV, just kind of having some downtime, and I was watching a video, and I just was so annoyed with the video for whatever reason. The, the video I was watching was perfectly fine, but I was so annoyed with it and fed up, and I was like, this is so dumb. And not the person or the video or anything like that, but I was like, I just feel so useless. Like, I'm just sitting here wasting my night watching a video, and... I knew that was from God, and I was like, okay, God, you obviously want me to spend some time with you. And so I did, and I opened my Bible up to Matthew 6, and I read the verses that I'm about to read to you, and I wrote down my notes that God had given me from from just those couple of verses. And I was like, wow, that's so good, God, thank you. And then the next thing I know, I just keep going, and I'm, I'm, I'm writing so much. The next thing I know, I have a page and a half of notes filled up, and I swear to you, my pen was Holy Spirit-led, and it was just, it took over, and it just kept writing and writing, and I was like, man, God, this is so good. This is so powerful, and so I just encourage you to spend time with God and spend time in His Word because you never know what He's going to lay on your heart to to write down or he was for this he was giving it to me so I could share it to you but maybe when you spend time with God it's so he can speak directly to you into your situation that you've been praying about but if we're not spending time with God and we're not in his word and in his presence God can't necessarily talk to us he wants to but he's not going to force himself on you but I want us to go on and get into the word into what God has said and so we're going to read um, from Matthew six nineteen through 21. It says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where treasure is, there your heart will be also. And I love that. Is that not so beautiful and so powerful? And so I want to ask you, do you have a favorite ring? Do you have a fancy car or fancy clothes or that one-of-a-kind necklace or, or those baseball cards that are so cool and collectible and there's, they're just one-of-a-kind and nothing else is like it? Do you, do you have things like that? Do you value things like that? And if you do, there's nothing wrong with that, but those things, those kinds of things, those material things, they can go out of style, so to speak. It can get stolen. It could get lost. It could get taken. It could get destroyed. It could get thrown away. There are so many things that could happen. To you. That's why it is so important to value the things that you can't see or that you necessarily can't touch. And that's the love and obedience from God. Because that will last forever. His love is enduring forever. And so I suggest that we invest our time, 
our money, and our energy into those things. And I can assure you that you will find yourself with everlasting treasure. And verse 21, going back to that, says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. To me, when I read that, it spoke to me because, you know, what is in is in our hearts, what, what, when people say, what takes the most room up in your heart, that's going to flow out of your mouth and into your daily life. So are you always trying to buy the coolest next in trend item? Are you trying to look as good as your neighbor next door with your fancy new car and your fancy new lawn equipment or whatever it might be? Or are you spending time in your secret place with God? And are you thanking him and praising him in advance, I might add, for the things that you have and the things that he's going to bless you with? And I just wanted to kind of leave you with that thought for just a second. And I know for all of us, 2020 has been a year. But I have a question. Where is your heart? Are you focused on the things that are of this world? You know, such as things like the rising COVID-19 numbers, the presidential election, um, different protests, or even things that people are posting on Facebook and what's the newest gossip? Or are you focusing on God and what He says and how He's bringing His people back to Him? I really encourage you to do a heart check and to ask yourself, what, where am I? What am I doing? And now I want to take us to Galatians 1 and 10, which says, Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. And that just really stuck with me. Because I don't want to be, I don't want to have the approval of man. I don't care what you think or what anyone thinks of me. I only care what God says and what, and, and what God thinks of me. Because we are called to be in the world, but not of the world. And I think, especially in today's day and age, it is so easy to get wrapped up in social media, in the newest trend, the newest app on your phone, the new I mean the newest phone in general and having the the latest and most up to date shoes and style and, and clothing and all of that. And and those things are nice. You know, God does want to bless us with those things for no other reason than that he just loves us and wants to bless us. But with that, he doesn't want to bless you so that you can be greedy and and keep it for yourself that that's not that's not why god wants to bless you and give you exceedingly and abundantly more no he wants to bless you so that you can be a blessing to others and and they're just like why are you why are you being so nice to me why are you doing this i haven't ever done anything for you or no one's ever done anything like this for me and then right then is your opportunity to say my god told me to do it Oh, you don't know who that is? Well, let me tell you a little bit about my God and how great he is and how he saved me from that car wreck, from that marriage, from that miscarriage, whatever it is. That is your purpose. That is what you are called to do. 
bringing people closer to God, closer to his kingdom. I want that for you. I don't want you to be worldly, says God. He wants you to be of him. He wants you to do great things, of course, but he wants you to do it for him and for his kingdom. You know, religion says that we go to church on Sunday and maybe even on Wednesday. And while we're in church, you know, we read our Bible. And and when the preacher is preaching and we agree with him and we say yes and we say amen and we sing a hallelujah and we praise and we worship. But the other six days of the week, our Bible sits right there, right by the table as you walk in the door. And we don't pick it up again until we walk out the door that next Sunday, seven days later. Relationship with God says to read your Bible, to say yes and amen in church and raise a hallelujah, but to live it out all day, every day. You know, and I know that sounds kind of scary to say all day, every day, but it's true. God wants all of you and he doesn't want part of you. He doesn't want you on some days and he doesn't want you at 9 a.m. and then not again until the next day at 9 a.m. and you just check it off your list like like God is on your to-do list and you're like okay I read my Bible for the day check now I'm gonna go do whatever that's not what that's not what God wants you're not supposed to schedule God into your life God's supposed to be a part of it and he's you're supposed it's a daily walk with him and it's a daily relationship with God and that's all that he wants from us is a relationship Talk to him on your way to work or on your way back home or while you're in the shower or while you're eating dinner. If you're, if you're alone, talk to him. If you have a whole family, include your family in conversation and prayer and how God was at work in their lives that day or how God helped them bless someone else or whatever the case may be. God, is, God just wants to be a part of your life. He wants a true, genuine relationship with you. And I cannot get that, I feel like I cannot get that across strongly enough that he wants to be a part of your life. And he wants to be a big part of your life. Not just, you know, at one part of the day and then you don't talk or you might pray one time and then you don't see him again until the next day. He wants he wants a relationship with you. You know, how often do you talk to your significant other, to your best friend, to your coworkers? You should be wanting to talk to God that much as well. And he wants to talk to you that much as well. But I can assure you that God's not going to force himself where he's not wanted. He's not going to force his way in to have a relationship with you. He wants, he wants one, but he's not going to force it. You know, God knows what, what we want. He wants to know everything about us he wants to know that that boy broke your heart even though he knew it was gonna happen he wants to know that you're tired of telling your kids to clean their room and to act right and to use their manners he wants to know that you want that job so badly and you've worked so hard for it and you just feel like you deserve it god wants to know it all i promise and you know, it's so crazy because God already does know it all. He already knew that boy was going to break your heart. He already knew you were going to come to him upset and crying because your kids were acting like fools. 
But that's the thing about a relationship is he knows, but he wants you to come to him and, and talk to him and know that you can trust him with with your problems. And he's going to take care of it because he's such a good, good father. I want to take us to read Matthew 6, verse 8. It says, do not be like them, them as um, it's referring to the hypocrites. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. That right there proves it. He already knows he already knows what you need, but he just wants you to come to him. Now let's skip down to, still in Matthew 6, but let's skip down to verses 33 and 34. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And that's exactly what a relationship with God is. You just take it one day at a time, just inch by inch, step by step. And before you know it, you guys are best friends and you know so much about him and he knows everything about you. I didn't want to say we know everything about God because I can assure you we definitely don't. But he's going to reveal himself to us and who he is and how great he is. And I feel so strongly to say right now that someone, I feel like someone is listening and they might have had some some dad issues and and their dad might have not been a part of their life or he was and then he left or you never knew your dad or he something happened and he might have passed away before you you ever got a chance to really know him but God is never going to disappoint you like that he's never going to leave you or forsake you he's never going to love you and show you love as a kid but then as you get older and you're more of an adult now, he's going to say, okay, well, you know, good job, nice job growing up, proud of you. Now here, go be an adult and be on your own. That might be what your earthly father did, but that's not what God's going to do because God is not man. He's greater than that. And he, he loves you so much. You want to know how good God is and that you are not forgotten by him? Turn with me to Luke Chapter 12, verse 7, it says, Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Do not be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. God said he knows the very hairs on our head. They are numbered. He knows them. He knows your name. To God, you are worth so much. You are worth more than diamonds and rubies and pearls. You are in God's image and in God's eyes, you are made perfect. And he loves you so much. And I feel like in today's society, we feel like we have to measure up to their standards and to what man says. And we aren't living up to that, so we're not, we're not worth it because we don't have enough money to buy those clothes. Or we go broke buying those clothes to try and fit into society. And then... We can't pay our car payment because we just spent all of our money on clothes trying to look good for society. But that is not God. That God, no, that is not God. God does not want us to be something that we're not. And I feel like it's really bad in today's society, but they feel like they can't go to church and they can't face God and be in his presence until they have their life together and 
and their shirt's nice and tucked in and and it's been to the dry cleaner and they had the nice fancy shoes and the nice watch and their hair's done and a nice haircut and they have to be put together to come to God in his presence. Well, well, when I have my life together, when, when I have a little bit more money, when I'm a little bit more stable, when I can get these kids off to college, that's when I'll go to God. Well, first of all, sweetie, tomorrow's not promised for you. And so I ask, are you in right standing with God? Because I can assure you, if I knew I wasn't, I wouldn't be playing around waiting for kids to go off to college. I would get right with God right now. But second... That's not who God is. He says to come as you are, and he will provide for you, and he will give you what you need and, and the tools that you need to be successful and to succeed. And And he might not ever give you the fanciest of fancy clothes and the brand new car and the brand new watch, but he's going to give you something greater than that, and that's his love, and that's his grace, and that's his mercy. And you know what? You might not ever have those nice things on earth, but in heaven, you might have something far greater than that. You know, because God right now, at this moment, is preparing a place for you, a mansion of your own that's going to have all of the things that you love and that you desire, and he's, he's making it for you. That's, that's in John. Um, I don't remember the exact chapter, but I, I read it a couple of weeks ago when I was reading then out of John and I love that because when I was reading it it was right before my birthday and it said that God was leaving or Jesus was leaving earth but he he was coming back but he had to leave right now because he was preparing a place for you and a place for me and to me I just love that because I think in my mind I was in party mode and so to me it was like how sweet is God that he's, it's almost like he's going away for just a minute and he's going to plan a surprise party of all of my favorite things and all my favorite colors and all the things that I love and desire. And he's going to make it special and perfect for me. And then he, when it's ready, he's going to come back and get me and say, okay, my child, let me take you to your surprise party. And that's exactly what God is doing. And so we might not ever have it on earth, but we will have it in heaven. And I love that. And right now, this is not in my notes, but I feel for whatever reason, God is wanting me to say that things that we do here on earth, um, for example, like you see a homeless man on the side of the road and he just wants something, anything that you have and you give it to him. Let's say you give him $5 or you give him a water or you just bought a meal at Wendy's for yourself, but you give it to him instead. I feel so strongly to say, keep that to yourself. Don't go around boasting and, and telling the whole world, look what I did, look what I did, guess how great I am. Because then you've, you've already gotten your reward. You've already gotten the approval of man. And so God is not going to bless you from that in heaven. You know, maybe on earth, you know, God might bless us, but you've already gotten your reward for that on, on, heaven, on earth. And I can promise you that if God said, I saw you do that kind thing for that man, here are your two choices. You can get the approval of man on earth when them saying, oh, good job, you have such a good heart, yada, yada, yada. Or you can wait until your time comes and you come to heaven with me and I 
will bless you immensely for that, for doing that deed that you didn't tell anyone about. And I can assure you that I'm just going to wait. And I'm not even saying that I would do that for the reward. I want to do it because it's what I've been called to do. It's what you've been called to do by God. But because God loves us so much, because he's such a good father, he just wants to bless us. So if if that's the case, then I'm going to wait for my blessing in heaven because it's going to be far greater than anything I can imagine on earth. So as I'm concluding on today's podcast, let's do a heart check, okay? Are we where God needs us to be and doing his will for our life? Are we seeking God first and daily and giving all of our problems, our fears, and our anxieties to him? And lastly, are we focusing on what and who God called us to be or what man has called and said for us to be? And as I wrote those things down last week and God was giving them to me, I was like, wow, God. It almost, it, I mean, it didn't almost, it did. It stopped me in my tracks and I was just kind of taken back because I do love God with my whole heart and I worship him. But, I mean, I'll be transparent with you and say that sometimes I do slack and I do find myself, you know, being of the world and doing worldly things. And there's nothing wrong with that and enjoying it and having a good time. But if I'm putting it before God and before His kingdom and before praising and worshiping and praying to Him, then I've, I've got to do a heart check because when I die and when I go to heaven... I don't want God saying anything crazy about me, that I was very worldly. I don't want that. I want God to tell me, well done, my good and faithful servant. And I want God to tell you that too, that you did everything that you could to bring people closer to him and closer to his kingdom because that is our purpose and what we were designed to do. And I just pray that that you really do a heart check and you really ask yourself, where am I right now in my spiritual walk with God? God, please forgive me for, for not being where I should be. But you know, the good thing about God is he's not going to hold that against you. He knows that we aren't perfect and we are going to mess up because we're human. And once you ask for forgiveness, he's going to forgive you and he's forgotten about it. So I also tell you to, once you've asked God for forgiveness and he's forgiven you, forgive yourself too and move forward and, and ask God to reveal it to you. How, what can I do to become closer to you? And I promise you, he's not going to take long to reveal it because that's what he wants. He longs for a relationship and a connection with you. And... And I can assure you, he's probably going to say, spending time with him in prayer, worshiping him in praise and singing and, and telling other people about him. And, and I encourage you not to do your walk with God alone. We are not called to be alone in our walk with God. We are, we are called to be in a community, in friendship with godly people who, who lift us up and who push us to be greater and do greater for God's kingdom. 
And when you're having a bad day, you can lean on that friend and say, hey, I'm having a bad day and I'm, I feel like I'm kind of slipping back. And they pick you back up and they're like, it's okay. And they dust your shoulders off. And, and on days that they're having a bad day and you're, you're doing very well, they can lean on you and say, hey, man, I'm not having such a good day today. Can, can you pray for me? Can you, can you help me? And, and those are the kinds of friendships and relationships that we are meant to be in. And so I just ask you to do a heart check on yourself. I, God definitely did one on me. That is for sure. And I just want to thank you guys so much for joining on another episode of my podcast. I pray that this message spoke to you. And if it did, I would love, love, love for you to send me an email at shelbyburrow20 at yahoo.com. I love hearing from my listeners how God is working in your life. I love you all and we will talk soon.